Welcome to Live at the Potosseum. I'm Lindsay Webb. Joining me, man at the bar, Dan Willis. And a live audience full of opinions. Think Q&A with a comedy twist where the audience are the panel of experts. Uh, thanks very much for joining us here in the Potosseum. I trust you're all well. Uh, if anyone's missing uh, this uh, topic, we'll really cover how we'll sort that out. Uh, we're talking about insurance in this. Uh, are you all right? You, it's like you got nervous. Dan Willis, ladies and gents. Give it up for Dan Willis. Man at the bar. Man at the bar. Appreciate you all being here. Uh, Dan is tasked with the job of going through your questions to find out who's got the... Most appropriate or most controversial answers. Uh, Dan is also tasked with our internet capabilities, so he finds out all of the answers straight away so that we know things. And uh, apart from that, he sits there and drinks pints and makes me feel less lonely at the front. I yeah, also earn chicken wings. Yep. <laughs> How and good are the chicken wings? already in this room. There are about seven people. Six! Well, <laughs> do you know what? For fuck's sake, you bought 12 and gave me six, didn't you? So we're talking about insurance. Insurance is one of those things that you're damned if you have it and you're damned if you don't. Uh, that's pretty much the way to look at it, isn't it, realistically? I think, I think insurance brings you peace of mind and it also brings you heartache every time you see the bill. Uh, they've lessened it down now that you can, uh, you can do the monthly. You can pay monthly. Oh, that's not too much. It still adds up to two grand a year. They're just hoping that you don't do that on the calculator. <laughs> they've insured themselves against it. Insurance is one of those things. It really does give you peace of mind, doesn't it? And I've, I've never really had that thought, I'll be honest with you. I'm 47 years old. I know, settle down. Uh, what is... Moisturiser, lads. Uh, being Aboriginal doesn't hurt either. Black don't crack. Uh, I didn't make the saying up. I just happened to be born into that culture. Very fortunate. I thank my great-grandfather for all the work he did before me. It's quite an amazing thing, insurance, right? Because we put all of our hopes in it. Now, as a 47-year-old man, I've had insurance since I needed something to be insured, right? Since I got a car that was worth more than a couple of grand, I insured the car. In those days, it was pretty easy insurance, wasn't it? You weren't really insuring so that you get your car back. You're insuring in case you hurt some old lady crossing the road because well, you wouldn't have been sending a text message because the phone was attached to the wall when I got a car. But... <laughs> you. You might have been distracted by other people, right? So insurance is one of those things I've always had. So if I've had a car, I've had it insured. If I've got a house, I insure the house. I insure the contents. I have, in my time, not had insurance. I remember in the first... You know when you have a relationship, you look like you guys are a, are you a couple or just yeah. you've just moved creepily closer <laughs> as the night's gone on? No, you're a couple. Like, do you remember... And I'm not saying you, it doesn't matter whether you did or not, but when you first move in as a couple as a young person, right? You don't necessarily insure together because you're not, you're probably not planning on getting married. That's just the first time cohabitating with someone of the opposite sex or the same sex if that's the factor that you're on, right? So that's where I was at one time. And unfortunately, it's the only time in my life, touch wood, Dan Willis, that I've been burglarised. Real word, look it up. <laughs> I came home, 
I came home to my house and went to go in the front door and the chain was on the front door. We never used the chain that was on the front door. I don't know why the chain was on the front door when I went to open it, the chain was on. I think that's because when they're in there, they thought if someone comes home and tries to use that, they can fuck off out the back. They drove a van up under our carport, opened a back window, took everything out of the house. All of the things that were worth money. I don't mean everything. <laughs> Cutlery was still there. Uh, ironically, though, they did steal all of our Easter eggs. Like, it was at Easter time, and, you know, have a basket of eggs. They took the fucking eggs. And to be honest, that was one of the... I'm like, they took the telly and the computer. I'm like, fuck the Easter eggs! And they took the CDs at the time, which were valuable, right? They wrapped those up. Now, this is the thing. Uh, the person that I lived with, my partner at the time wasn't standing for it. She's like, I know we didn't have insurance, but we've only just moved in here. We hadn't really talked about that. It's a new relationship, blah, 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 blah. She went, damn it, I'm going to go around to the hock shops and see if I can find our stuff. Lo and behold, found our fucking stuff, right? Like, oh, excuse me, that television, that's ours. Oh, can you prove it? Well, not really, because we didn't have photos of, you know, serial numbers. It was very much before the internet and all that sort of legitimate way of proving that you bought something. But here's the best part. They said, oh, that came in with a bunch of other things. Oh, yeah, was it like a video player and a microwave? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that actually sounds right. They're like, oh, can I have a look at the video player? That's ours. Oh, can you prove it? Uh, yeah, the movie that we're supposed to take back to Blockbuster is still in it. <laughs> the finer Blockbuster at that stage in life was probably going to cost more than the VHS player. <laughs> right? And he's like, well, what was the movie? She said, the movie. He's looked in the window and gone, oh, my God. We got all our fucking stuff back, right? Not straight away. It had to go to the cops first and they drew over it with chalk. Uh, like, chalk that doesn't fucking come off easily either. Like, get a load of this, though. When they went into the hock shop, get a load of the address that they gave, right, to prove their identity. Get the address. What address do you think they gave? Our neighbours. Oh. They gave our neighbours' address. It's like... It was pretty easy to prove that they stole this from our house because, fuck, that's next door. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will have to call the cops. Of course, the cops came down and uh, we, got, we got all of our stuff back. So that's the only time that I've realistically really needed insurance in my life and didn't have it and I got really lucky because, to be honest with you, I'm talking about a time in life where I probably had maybe $4,000 worth of assets in total, right? <laughs> They were all stolen because that's all you have when you're in your early 20s, isn't it? It's a fucking TV and you've got a computer, just a computer. Fortunately, they couldn't take the fridge because it was too heavy. Uh, but nowadays, everything's insured. We even have... We have to have insurance, Dan and I, in case at work... Like, if this microphone flew out of my hand and whacked you in the head, you'd be fine. you look like you work out. But <laughs> you might be dizzy or hear something for... Like, just hear stupid jokes the rest of your life because the comedy microphone <laughs> in the head... <laughs> You just walk along, going, yeah, I know, I know, I know, knock, knock, fuck, fuck off. <laughs> What's best about that insurance as well? We, we both get insured through the same provider, both yeah. comedians, and we both have to have liability insurance for you guys. That's what it's called, right? right? And we're insured for like $5 million? Yeah, yeah, so yeah five mil you could get $5 million. Ironically, okay. it's called duck for cover. Right? <laughs> but what, what made me laugh about it was just... Yeah, it was a link to our previous podcast, right? Uh, basically, uh, during COVID, we've earned bugger all, right? Yeah, we're, we're, start, we're starting again now, but like everyone else, it's been tough. And then uh, they, they got in touch with everybody. We got the same email going, yeah. uh, this is Duck for Cover Insurance. Uh, we're letting you all know it's to help you all. We're giving you an extra three months liability insurance for free. <laughs> right? And where were we during those three months, Dan? We were fucking locked down. At <laughs> home. <laughs> So I would have to do jokes to my wife, right? And then for her to slip over... Fuck, why did we do that? We should have done it, sorry. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. 
Stop talking, Dan. Oh, no, well, I'm going through a tunnel. Can't hear you, Dan. Um. And then at the end of it, their <laughs> kicker was, and remember, we're a not-for-profit organization. They are. They are not-for-profit. They are called Duck for Cover. It sounds like a silly name. But they're actually one of the cleverest insurance companies ever because they are run by industry professionals from our industry who just happen to be like lawyers and accountants and whatever else as well as artists. So it's run by artists for artists. They've had it underwritten to the point where realistically the level of cover that we have is phenomenal. Like I think it's actually gone up to $10 million for public liability. We've got $5 million for uh, if Dan and I are injured ourselves while we're here or on the way to or from the gig. So if you trip me over on the way out, thank you. <laughs> Just, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm, I've got other things to do. But it's, it's great cover. You may be kidding. i got bills to pay. So <laughs> if you're looking at my face thinking that face needs punching, honestly. <laughs> Go for it. It's a very soft face. It's how Jim Jeffries got popular, you know. You won't hurt your hand. Uh, so insurance is now covers pretty much everything. One of the things we, before Duck for Cover came along, one of the things we as professional working comedians struggled to get was income insurance. I don't know. Who's got income insurance? Give me a shout. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's a bad thing about income insurance. I, I, I'm yet to find it. I don't actually, I don't qualify for getting it uh, because of the nature of our work. We don't get it. We do get some with Duck for Cover. So there is a way for us to do that now. Uh, but income insurance is not such a bad idea. The ones that get me, to be honest, are... Number one, pet insurance. How do we feel about pet insurance? Yes? No. 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 Pet insurance. I don't know if you guys are a fan of Choice Magazine, but Choice Magazine did a full investigation into which pet insurance is best for the pet owners of Australia. Do you know which ones that they decided were the best? None. Fucking none of them. That's exactly right. That's why you guys are the experts. They None of them. Like They, they looked at them and went, no, 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 that's not, no, that's not, no, 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 no. There is a bunch of insurances that fall into the same category of pet insurance, right? And they're insurances that you think should be quite helpful. They're things like family insurance, death insurance, funeral insurance. If you've ever been unlucky enough to be home early in the morning and had the accidental TV viewing happening, you'll have seen that nine out of the ten infomercials on television are for funeral insurance because you don't want to burden your family with the cost of your burial. Fucking hell, the person's dead. They don't care if you get a cardboard box or a teak box. They couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. Right? Is it a church or is it just a paddock somewhere that no one can see? <laughs> the cost of funerals is outrageous because it's run by four different companies in this country, Dan. Four different companies run funerals. And funeral prices went skyrocketing. Guess when they were first went up? By 72%. No, when the first company made available funeral insurance in this country. So as soon as there was a way to insure yourself for the cost of insurance, it went up by 75%. 75%. All he needs is a box a hole with a slab of beer. So that's all. <laughs> that sounds horrible, but you're actually yeah, dead right. All, all dead right! <laughs> Shit, sorry. Yes, you're right. You're I quite might right. my own funeral insurance. Well, here's the thing. Don't, because obviously... $87, that's how much I'll charge. It's a dead set can of worms, the funeral insurance. If you're lucky enough to be at home, get yourself up close to the television and read the almost invisible writing at the bottom, right? That's my favourite time. Just read the invisible writing at the bottom. Such a good fucking laugh, right? Because it says in there that this insurance is good up until the age of 69. 69. If you die after that... You get no sense, right? And they tell you that you'll get a bunch of your benefit back each year that you've paid, you get 10% back. I calculated that out. In the end, you will have paid, if you joined when you were my age, right, 47, and you've got 22 years, you will have paid 
a year for funeral insurance, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah, some $85,000. At the age of 69, you have your 70th birthday. Woo, I'm still alive. They will give you back $6,000. <laughs> yeah, less than 10% just for fucking making it, right? <laughs> and then if you die the next day, your family is burdened with the cost of insurance. <laughs> so if you celebrate too much with that $4,000. <laughs> yes. Oh, me heart. Oh. <laughs> Imagine that. You got so excited about making it. <laughs> now, I know that funerals are in, uh, I know that funerals are expensive because my my dear mum, she passed away 3 years ago, and we wanted to put on and not in a horrible way, just the simplest, nicest thing we could do with family, right? The simplest, nicest thing you can do costs about $7,000, right? Now, if someone is dying and doesn't have $7,000 worth of shit left around the house that can go to cash converters, you're probably not going to be burdened with the cost of that person's funeral, right? I'm sure that most families could kick around and find $7,000. Like, am I, am I being outrageous? Have I, have I lost sight of the real people? Like, $7,000 doesn't sound like you're going to leave your family with an enormous burden like these ads will tell you. If you've seen the ads, let's, I'll recreate one for you. There's this on the ad, right? I just put an ad on. Just be two people like Dan and I just standing around. And I'll say to Dan, oh, the shows are going well at the Potosseum, Dan. But I was thinking, what if one of them was to die? <laughs> that could cost us a lot of money. But my friend Jenny was telling me <laughs> that her husband was worried about some people that he works with dying and they got insurance. Well, that sounds like Jenny is very clever. I think we should look into it, Dan. <laughs> they sell you these scenarios that are not even real. Like, whoever has just stood around in their house and gone, oh, yeah, oh, fuck, those dishes are clean, love. Oh, but what if the cat dies? Like, it's just... <laughs> we won't be able to wash the dishes. Oh, fuck, we should get insurance. <laughs> and so many of them... So many of them are realistically just taking advantage, right? Now, especially, especially, I think, like, for one, funeral insurance. For number two, I think the next one is pet insurance. I think they're taking the piss, right? If anyone here has ever had a pet and had insurance and had to go down to the vet and get stuff done, the percentages are like they're on a fucking chocolate wheel. Like, it's not... It's not just 80% of all costs or 70% of whatever you pay. It's like, oh, it's an operation. Okay. Oh, we give you 25% back on that. Oh, okay, great. Well, it was 10 grand to a maximum of five. <laughs> I've always found that awkward when they say, oh, yes, you can insure that. Like, if you've got a car, you go, I'd like to insure my car. And they go, great, how much do you pay for it? 37,000. Okay, great, we'll insure it for 34. But, but I, paid, I paid 37. Oh, we're not idiots. <laughs> Your insurance is under. Sometimes they use the numbers to help themselves. Has anyone here got a home insurance? Not just contents, but a home on an owned home, right? How do they work out the rate? Uh, you put your hand up, sir. What's your name? Simon. Correct. Simon says yes. Uh, Simon, do you know how they work out the rate of the insurance for your particular abode? Not really, no. Not really, no. Let me help you. And in a good way. They work it out by rebuild cost. Has anyone heard that before? Yeah, they work it out at rebuild cost, right? So let's just say, for example, and this is not a judgment, let's say you paid a million dollars for your house, right? And you went, I'd like to insure my house. They don't go, oh, you want to insure a million dollar house? Great, this is the rate. They go, oh, here's the rate to rebuild that house. To give you an idea, seven years ago, I bought a house worth half that, half a million dollars. 
it's worth more than that now. But I got insurance recently. They told me the rebuild cost was $1.1 million. First of all, hold the phone, Suncorp. I live in fucking Logan. If I build <laughs> something worth $1.1 million, it will be the new Hyperdome. <laughs> and I said to the lovely lady, I said, listen, Trish, that seems expensive. I know we're on a slight slope and we're near the creek and access is an issue, but that seems like a lot of money. Like, I can't sell it for that. She said, no, that's the rebuild. And I said, yeah, I know, but builders are taking the piss, I think, Trish. Like, <laughs> can you get another quote? Trish explained it to me because she was more patient than I was being on the phone. And she explained that they work out the rebuild rate in the worst case scenario. So Trish is assuming that something happens in my area where a hundred houses around my house get flattened at the same time and Trish is going to have a hard time finding a builder and have to bid higher and higher to get my house replaced. That's the insurance I'm paying. So that's how they work out the premium for my insurance. Like how, let me ask you this, has anyone here ever been in a disaster at their house where a hundred houses around them were also totally ruined? That's what I thought, right? They're really fucking stacking this up, aren't they? Like, to be yeah, fair, yeah. they don't live in Logan. <laughs> it doesn't even happen that often in Logan. Like, meth labs burn inwards. <laughs> don't awe that if you haven't been there. It's a lovely place. It's really quiet. Uh, and the other thing is, the other thing that really gets me going about the insurance stuff, and I know I'm supposed to be negatively geared here, but... The other thing that gets me going is, let's say Suncorp have built that in. They go, it's going to cost a million to rebuild your house. Do you know what they've then done? They've gone to another place in another country and bought insurance against me having to claim on my insurance. So that when I do claim on my insurance and go, all far out, I need a million bucks, they go, great, we'll pay our excess over here and then that's only cost us $5,000. Right? So in the space of time of me, since I've been an adult, I calculated the other day that I've spent over $82,000 on insurances, whether that's house, contents, cars, work-related stuff, all sorts of different insurance. I've only ever claimed twice on insurance, twice in my entire life, right? Once, fraudulently. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. My wife had just had a baby and forgot she left a pram in a different spot. We claimed it was stolen. Three days later, we went back past the stop spot where it wasn't stolen from. <laughs> yeah. Because who the fuck takes a pram? No, we're living in Coolum then in Logan. Fuck, it would have been on bricks. <laughs> oh, the kids were fine. The kids were fine. We, we, we honestly, we were, we were living in Coolum. It was, you know, first baby. That whole, you know, excitement, oh, a bit confusing. Something had happened and someone had to go up to a different part than we entered the beach at. We were there for a long time. We went to go like, oh, fuck, someone's stolen the pram. My wife had forgotten she parked in a different spot. I'm like, oh, it's all right, it's all right. Well, I sort out the insurance, being a good dad, new mum. You know, oh, fuck, I'll sort it out. I was straight on to the insurance people. It's all sorted out. Then it's three days later, I go, there's a pram that looks exactly like the one that was stolen from us with the same bag that we used to have. What are the odds on this? That was our pram. I did not ring the insurance people back. So, my, my bad, it's on Gumtree. Not anymore, As a, the kids are 14 and 12, it's not a great pram. Couldn't have got it in the back of a burrito. Uh, so, 
I think the insurance thing is also a big part of peace of mind. There was two months this year and two months by choice that we didn't have insurance on our house because I'd finished with the old insurer. And they say this, if you've never heard this before, change your insurance every 12 months. You'll get a much better saving than you get by staying with people because you think, oh, the loyalty, oh, the loyalty. Because you've only got to tell your people that you're with that you're thinking about leaving, you'll get a cheaper rate. You tell some people that you're thinking about coming over, they'll ask you what you're paying, you show them and they'll give you a cheaper rate. Every fucking year. You can keep your insurance at pretty much the same cost. Trust me. Or you can candy lever it like I did accidentally for two months and shit your pants every time something bad happens. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Like, we own an entire house, right? And I thought, oh, I've got, fuck, I haven't got time to sort out the insurance. I normally like to look through it. I go, it's for all the fine print, don't I, Dan? Oh, what am I getting? How much of the excess do I get my shit back? Is it new for old? Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. It's 87 pages. And you don't have time, right? You just don't have time. So I went, I'll just leave that. I'll get to it at the weekend. For those three days, things happened that made me fucking panic. Like, one of them was really hot and dry. I'm like, fuck, there could be a fire. <laughs> and if you get new insurance, there's like a cooling off period. Ironic, if there's a fire. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing that happened, I'm like, oh, fucking hell. It's so windy. It was so windy, I thought a tree could fall on the house. There's a massive tree at the back of the Just because we don't have insurance. Like, no, rest of the year, it can be as windy as fuck and I don't even think about the tree. What tree? Do we have a tree? Oh, fuck, whatever. That insurance is real peace of mind, isn't it? Like in your car, when you know that it's covered, someone hits it, nah, it's all right, we've got insurance, you don't need to yell it, put the spanner down. <laughs> but I think we all have a different view on how much insurance we need. The thing that I surmised when I started looking up all of the insurance and thinking about all the different types of insurance that I have, why is this not a possibility, right? Let's use Captain Six as an example. What's, what's, what's your name, fella? Andrew. Andrew, thank you, Andrew. Andrew, if you're happy to tell me, would you tell me how old you are? 66. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> best day ever! You just need one more sex and you the devil. <laughs> you the devil. Oh, that's fantastic. Andrew, let's just assume, and this is just hypothetically speaking, let's assume there's an insurance shop that you can walk into and say, Hi, I'm Andrew. I'm 66 years old. I own one car worth this amount of money. I own a car worth this amount of money. I own a house that I live in that I paid this much for. I own another house that I rent out that I paid this much for. I know things are going pretty well for you, hypothetically. <laughs> and I also have a boat. There you go. And they go, boom. Here's your insurance package. One premium, one excess, one thing. Why can't we just insure ourselves as individuals? Why do we have to get motorbike insurance and boat insurance and car insurance and house insurance and content insurance and health insurance and pet insurance and income insurance and funeral insurance. That's a fucking shitload of insurances, right? Why can't I just get, I'm a bit of a fucking idiot and might fuck something up insurance. <laughs> like, why can't they come out with you, idiot? That's not what we get for our liability insurance. That's pretty much what we've got for our liability, but that's just one coverage. Do you know what I mean? Why can't there just be... There's just one thing. Because when, we, when you give all your information, they check all of your driving history, they check all of your claims before, they check your area, they ask you if you've got deadbolts on your windows. What the fuck? Like, just throw the iron at the window and climb out. The deadbolts are not helping. I don't... <laughs> there shouldn't even be a discount. Like, oh, is it wired back to a security people? Yes, but they're asleep. There is no fucking difference. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like... Am I wrong? Like, would you sign up for insurance that was like that, that just covered everything? Yeah. Just based on who you were? Not, 
you know, not based on who you were socially or your religion or any of that stuff, but just the things that they actually can look at now, just fucking boom. Just, I'm going to start, we should start, the, don't talk about this outside of here. Well, I, I think one of the guys here uh, is already on the end because I think he wants that kind of insurance. I, is I, that right? I, I picked this out here. One, have you ever needed to claim on insurance? What for? Right? The answer, yes. Stolen er pram. Er erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Now, I, Hang on. I don't you were, believe what, you that's promised available, it but what I would love to think that it was, and then after it's happened, you have to get the lady to sign a form. <laughs> Surely you're suing the other person <laughs> you for know. you not performing, right? I know, like, it's like, you know, in two weeks you might, you know, get an actual cock. That's I like... <laughs> You need some sort of pubic liability insurance. It's like uh, Andrew's lady. If he handed you that form, would you sign that form? <laughs> so he's paid for the insurance. She's getting her pen out. <laughs> uh, have you ever needed to claim insurance? What for? Yes, all the time. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, travel insurance, house insurance, car insurance, pet insurance, health insurance. Fuck, be more careful, whoever this is. It's Good, get good value for money except for health insurance. Yeah, yeah, fair cool. Uh, have you ever needed to claim insurance? Yes, hubby fell off a roof. Oh. In <laughs> you hubby. <laughs> New for all. I don't even need to be here. Have I got insurance in case they're funnier than I am? <laughs> Who's going to underwrite that? Uh, hubby fell off a roof. Income protection till he is... Sixty-five. Have you ever needed to claim? Yes. Uh, claimed money laundering, extortion, human trafficking, tax fraud. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! If you knew you were going to do those things and you were wise enough to get insurance, fucking well played. That's <laughs> Imagine the excess is pretty high though. Uh, yes. Same car stolen twice. VN Commodore, they're very popular. <laughs> Stolen twice the same car. Fuck, that's unlucky. There was a story years ago about a, um, one of the cash converters uh, had got robbed. Like at night time, someone broke in, stole all the stuff. And I'm like, fucking hell, how unlucky is that stuff? Stolen twice. <laughs> yeah. I know, don't be surprised. I'm pretty uh, funny sometimes. I'll, I'll make Mickey D had his car repeatedly stolen. Oh, he did it too. The first guy that hotwired it, everyone else just didn't bother hotwiring it, and it wasn't worth no. fixing, so I just left it ready. To just <laughs> so it was pretty much <laughs> leave it, like it running. Uh, yes, same car stolen twice, being Commodore. It was a thief magnet, bought a motorbike after that, <laughs> and halved your insurance. Yes, my girlfriend's, uh, my girlfriend's smashing the iPhone I bought her. Well, don't be an asshole, mate. Uh, also, my motorbike, when a passenger got off at a red light. Also, my motorbike, when a passenger got out at a red light. Oh, fuck. So a passenger got out of a car. Oh. I'm like, what, you claimed insurance that you lost a friend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was BFFs. That means forever. Fuck, it's gone. <laughs> Where's me 50k? Braden's just walked off. Yes, mainly car accidents. Not that I'm a terrible driver, but perhaps I am. With no full stop, so that explains a lot. <laughs> That's probably why there's accidents. Failure to stop. Uh, yes, I rear-ended someone twice in a year. The same person. 
If that was a marriage... Is it a car accident, you think? <laughs> <laughs> or was it just a special occasion? <laughs> that was a snort. Well played. Imagine being unfortunate enough to stack up the arse end of someone and then do it again and it's the same fucking person. You'd just be like, oh my God, I don't hate you. Uh, what is the best type and the worst type of insurance? The best type, funeral insurance. I think they... No, that's got to be the worst type. Funeral insurance because you can't claim it yourself. It is, the, it is the most stupid of all the insurances, isn't it? Like, here, I've saved you the trouble. Fuck it, leave them with the debt. Like, rack up more. Yeah, you've got a credit card in their name. Woo! <laughs> What's the best type? Car and house? Yeah. Worst type? Funeral. I reckon, I reckon you're right. I reckon it's a lay-down funeral one. I, I, just, I, don't, I just don't see the value in it. You know, you can just... You know. What do they do... Go with me here. I've just had a random thought and it's going to sound weird. But what do they do when a homeless person passes away? They don't, they don't have a funeral, do they? Who has to pay? Who's burdened with that? The other homeless people? They have to chip in. Council carries that? Thanks. Legitimate question. Uh, what's the best type and the worst type of insurance? All a bit of a rip-off, especially car insurance. Well, I think you're absolutely right there. My, my wife recently got a car that is the same value of my car now and I realise what they've done. I'm still saying that paying the same premium cost as when the car was brand new, even though the car is now four years old. Both of our cars are insured for the same amount of money, but I pay $30 more a month. <laughs> Don't you worry, I'll be ringing Suncorp on Monday. Oh, fuck, I'll be shopping around. Yeah, I know, but I just found this one out because it just renewed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, trust me, I'm living in here as well. <laughs> Keep hassling them. Keep hassling them. <laughs> I'm feeling you guys aren't giving them enough shit. Keep telling me to do the things I'm already doing. It's like we're married. <laughs> yeah, no, I do, but it's, ju it's just come up for renewal. My wife just got a new car. We're pretty fancy at my place. Uh, <laughs> Two-car family. Two yeah, yeah. Family. Uh, home and contents. The worst one is health. Yeah, I think health is the worst one. The premium just keeps going up. We had, we had private health insurance when our first child was born. It cost us $5,500 through the private system. We had no private health insurance when the second one was born because it cost us $5,500 for the first one. Used up all of the fucking bonus. I was getting a big telly until that happened. <laughs> the next one, a second one that was born, whatever her name is, uh, <laughs> cost us nothing. Fuck off. <laughs> cost us nothing. She was actually born at home, though. Uh, Accidentally, I delivered her. So, in your face, I do love her. <laughs> uh, buildings, they always screw you. Uh, Pre-existing context is best. Uh, then uh, prove that shit. <laughs> Try and prove that shit. Buildings, they always screw you. Oh, building insurance, they always screw you. Pre-existed contents is best. Try prove that shit. <laughs> I feel like someone's made quite a lot of money out of insurance, someone here. <laughs> I, I also accidentally made some money out what of fire? insurance. You? And I, you? I, my house got robbed in London when I was away for about three or four days. My friends had, had already uh, got the cops around and they just left me a form saying, oh, what's missing? I looked around and, I, I, and my laptop and a camcorder were gone. So I put them down and uh, about three weeks later, I got the money through and yeah. I went, oh, I forgot, I, I moved them upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we saw he got in. I did, do you know what? They, the guys had actually robbed. And I didn't discover this for a long time, right? 
I, I had a bucket of change. You know when you collect change, and back in the UK, it's two peas, one piece, and five peas was what I was collecting. And it yeah, vegetables, mate. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Seven people got it. <laughs> so that, that's one more than the average. Don't get me wrong. And I ended up with a bucket, which just ended up being like a pretty solid piece of copper. And when I moved house, it was just absolutely killing me. And uh, after about three months of uh, after the burglary, then I looked down in my, in my cupboard and there was just a ring where the bucket used to oh, be. fuck it. So they broke in, and these poor, poor guys, I feel for them now, <laughs> they went, cash! And they, they made about 80 do you, quid. Do you, do you, would that have covered the other stuff that you inadvertently claimed for that you didn't miss? Was there a bit of yin-yang karma going on there? Well, I made a lot more money than they did on oh, the yeah, entire fuck transaction. <laughs> well, crime doesn't pay. We've proved it. Uh, best type, uh, income protection in case of a pandemic. I feel like that's one of those things that they go, nah, it's an act of God, mate. And like, what's the thing there? How's that? If you've got insurance and you don't believe in God... Yes. <laughs> act of God, no, made up, pay me. Is insurance value for money or peace of mind? It's peace of, it's peace of valuable money that drives you out of your mind. <laughs> that sentence has got me halfway there. I thought it was going to go every direction, that one. Uh, manipulation and blackmail. That does what it feels like. It feels like that way because they're playing on fear. They're playing on, a, on the basic fear that everything is going to go, right? You, you insure your car for total write-off. You don't insure it for a couple of scratches. Imagine if you did. I just want to insure it for a couple of fucking trolleys, mate, and maybe a stone chip. <laughs> How much is that for 12 months? I don't know, 70 bucks, Lens. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Great. Oh, fuck yes. How much is the excess? Two fifty. Two dollars fifty. Is insurance value for money a piece of mind? No, they steal your money to over to overpriced. Yes, they've taken some of the words out of their sentence. That's how much they're doing. Before we taken one letter, they took an O. We haven't even mentioned that gig we did in uh, Brisbane, which we lost, and then no, 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 oh yes. No, this oh, was yes, a couple of weeks gig. ago. A couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, God. We, we went out to uh, Springfield Lakes. Uh, Springfield Lakes, is that what it's called? Yeah. Springfield, right? Springfield, the suburb that got hit by the hail. Yeah. Fucking hell. Swiss cheese is what it looks like out there. It was absolutely... I feel for everybody that lives in that place. On, on the day we were... Did anyone here know that hailstones could go through a tile roof? Yeah, I didn't know that until a couple of weeks ago. On the day we were, at, well, I was driving to Lindsay's. I live in Palm Beach. He lives in uh, Logan. And um, <laughs> I'm not saying anything. It may be his show, but I'm better than him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I buy <But> the wings. And <laughs> <laughs> I eat them. So but uh, I was driving and it hit. And on the motorway, everyone's just driving really slowly with the hazards on. We get under bridges, stopping under the bridges. They get to Lindsay's. I'm like, we're meant to do a gig in a garden, right, in, in Springfield. And I'm like, this is not going to happen. He rings up and they were like, we've forgotten you. We've been coming. We, we've lost the house. We've lost the car. Next door's gone. It, and, and we were really like, was. this can't be. So we turned up the next week. They said, I'll oh, come back next week. We'll have the it, gig. And uh, there was nothing. It there. was worse than it, they had said. It looked like the after from Twister the movie. It seriously did. Exactly the same. So uh, all of them. In a, in a, yeah. Rebuilt millions of dollars. <laughs> oh my God, they were right. Dan Willis, what have we learned? We have learned if you're going to claim on anything, claim on a fucking pram. That's what <laughs> Yeah, anything else, Keep you're really simple. pushing it. Uh, you guys have been wonderful. Thanks for talking about insurance. Uh, I, I wish you all the luck with it. 
Please thank Dan Willis. My name is Lindsay Webb. Thanks for joining us here in the Potosio. Thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Spread the word if you did. If you want access to VIP content and behind the scenes, hit our Patreon page, Live at the Potosium, or like us on Instagram. Share the word. This is Live at the Potosium.